For God. For country. For truth. For justice. For the Republic. NeoCrusader.com Today is July the 3rd, 2017, um, the day before Independence Day, and it's kind of a special day to me. I, I guess my first audio commentary was uh, three years ago, right after I sort of started the website and uh, decided I was going to um, participate in this crusade of mine, so uh in the background, you can hear uh, some, some fireworks going off, uh, just like three years ago. Um, so, uh, hopefully it's picking up on the mic. Um, with me is my favorite guest, the lovely and talented Amy Pino. That's all you have to say about me? Um, the, the beautiful, effervescent, radiant... Um, love of my life and star of the show. That'll do. That'll do. That'll do. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's uh, they're starting to they're starting to pop off out there. So that, that's pretty cool. I hope they yeah uh, I hope they put on a good show while we're doing this. I hope it picks up. But uh, you listen to um, the episode. Um, from three years ago. From three years ago. So, yeah. What did you think? I think you were embarrassed to have uh, tried to get people to vote for Obama. Well, I felt I, I felt bad about that. I did. And it, it wasn't so much that. I, I mean, I, I believe that. The, I, I thought we were going to see another, you know, I, I thought we were going to move into another era of, of greatness. You know, I mean. It was great for some people. It was. It was. Um, but anyway, what I want to do is um, at this point, we're going to cut this sh- cut that segment in. It's, it's not a very long segment, 10, 15 minutes. And then we're going to go ahead and uh, we'll cut back in and then talk about uh, the difference, what a difference three years makes. So um, enjoy. Hello. It is um, July the 3rd, 2014, um, on the eve of Independence Day. And um, if you listen closely, in the background, you'll hear um, people celebrating, fireworks going off, um, maybe, a few, uh, maybe a few rounds being popped off as well, it sounds like. Um, and that's good. It's good to hear people out there who are celebrating independence and liberty and, um, you know, if enough of us do it, um, there's one right now, uh, but if enough of us do it, um, maybe we'll begin to appreciate what that means. I, I think a lot of what we have taken for granted is now coming back to haunt us. Um, as it's slowly being taken away, um, people are starting to wake up and say, you know what, it's, uh, it's important, this thing called liberty. And it's worth fighting for. And uh, apparently there's a heck of a show that I'm missing going off out there. But um, I, I think what I'm doing out here is, um, is equally as important for liberty. Even if the sound of my voice just, just stirs you to think and remember when you were a kid. How things have changed just, just in the last 20 years. Um, anybody who, who graduated around the time I did, or who went to school in the 70s, 80s, we had Christmas parties. And, doggone it, those were fun. We had Halloween parties. You know, you could say the word Jesus in school without being, um, chastised for it, or, um, penalized for it. You could, um, support liberty, and, and, um... Pretend you're in the army and, and play army on the playgrounds and um, yeah, without uh, some type of uh, Orwellian zero tolerance affecting um, what you do. 
But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to come down to the fact that, that those who don't remember the past, those who don't study the past, they're going to repeat it. And they're going to learn the hard way. And um, maybe we've slipped too far. Maybe, maybe, maybe a hard reset is what it's going to take. I pray to God every night that it's that it's not. But um, you know, it's it's all up to um, to the people because ultimately uh, they're the ones who are going to lose liberty if they don't appreciate it. Um, I do, however, and uh, I want to wish everybody a, a happy and safe. Fourth of July. Um, you know, I just wanted to talk a little bit uh, tonight about how we, um, you know, how we've come to lose our liberty as well. Um, the erosions of the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, um, which which are are spoken of as um, you know unalienable rights. There are rights that cannot be taken from you. Because they were not given to you by man. They were given to you by your creator. And, um, you know, therefore, the only thing the Bill of Rights does is affirm that, um, you know, that we as a people believe that, that these are our rights and that we are justified in those beliefs. So, you know, again... Um, you know, hopefully we will be able to, um, you know, at some point return back to a point where, where things aren't so crazy, where everybody isn't so hypersensitive and there's not a lawsuit if you, um, you know, if you say or do the wrong thing. But, um, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's something that maybe, you know, Maybe if I get this out and enough people hear it tomorrow, even if you do one thing for the cause of liberty, even something small, you know, then you've done your part. So share a link to something you feel is important. Um, Tell a friend about something you think is important. And if you don't feel that there's anything out there, look a little deeper. Find something that you think is important and research it. Don't just take um, that report at its word. Don't just look up on the internet for something that um, you know that that is just uh, you know written in one article. You know, cross-reference it. Make sure that it's something that is uh, that is worthy of your time. But I promise you, you don't have to look very deep to find anything. And if you just don't come up with anything. Go to neocrusader.com, take a look at the links. I post from many different sites. I pull from a bunch of different places. One of my favorite places, however, is InfoWars. They do the research. Um, so I, I feel that, you know, with all the time they put into what they do, uh, you know, it's, it's only right maybe just to, uh, you know, to, to throw it out there for people to see. Um, it is good to see a lot of the mainstream media are finally starting to wake up. Um, and over the past few years, that is something that is, um, has been amazing to see is how, how the mainstream media just became mouthpieces for this administration and, and how you could do no wrong if you, um, if you were on the left and if you were, you know, pro, uh, this administration, but now we've seen scandal after scandal. Um, you know, I, I, I worked in 2007 on a campaign. I'm not proud to say it, but um, it was more of uh, something like a, uh, a gun for hire, if you would. Um, you know, only my weapon was the, um, the headset that I wore. Um, I, I called on the... Um, a, a DNC campaign for Barack Obama um, right up until the um, right up until the election um, I called people in California and in various parts of the country even set up rides to the polls and a lot of these people couldn't even speak English and at the time you know I was I was younger I didn't realize 
and I should have. I was old enough to realize, but I did not realize how um, just a uh, an attitude of you know just complacency can put us where we are today. You know, I I think the only um, I think the only program out there worse than Obamacare for America is I don't care. Because if that's the policy you put in place, um, nobody put that there in front of you. Nobody wrote that into law. Nobody had to vote before they read it. Um, you know, that's a choice you make. And if enough of us overthrow that, um, <laughs> you know, that mindset and enough of us care, and enough of us realize that liberty has been important enough for past generations to die for. So, maybe we need to realize what a blessing and what a gift it was that they that they put in our laps. Um, you know, I, I, I grew up in an era of, of um, you know, 84, Ronald Reagan, um, you know, do it for the Gipper, um, Red Dawn, you know, where basically as a, as a young man growing up, you know, you were, you were taught that, you know, you wanted to fight communism and, and, um, you know, you felt sorry for the people who were in Russia and had been, um, you know, taken uh, their rights taken, and and you felt like like they were so. Uh, you would just wonder how could have, how could you let something like that happen to you? But nowadays we see that um, you know it's not Russia; it's here. You're being spied upon by your phone. You're being tracked over the internet, everywhere you go, everything you do. Every breath you take, they'll be watching you. And um, for any of you who have read 1984, I happened in 1984, thanks to uh, uh, a teacher named Miss Howard. Um, she introduced me to to um, something uh, that Orwell wrote that was was scary to me. But at the same time, it was kind of like a zombie movie. I, you know, that was nothing that could happen in America. Nobody would ever watch me through a two-way mirror and listen to everything that I do and track my every movement and tell me what was politically correct and what wasn't and what to say and what I couldn't. This is America, and we had a Bill of Rights. But... You know, now now that contract is being um, rewritten. It's being redefined by people who have no right to tell you that your inalienable rights don't belong to you, but to um, to them. And it's their right to tell you what your rights are, because they are just so much better than you. So, um, you know, you'll live under the um, the amount of tyranny that you accept. Um, and it might suck, um, fighting your way out from under it as well. (laughs) So, um, you know, just, just remember that, uh, every, all the sacrifice that, um, has been laid down and put out the, the, the treasure, the blood, the, the freedom that has been sacrificed for you to enjoy what you're going to tomorrow. And, um, you know, it, if, if it means something, like I said, go out and just do something small. If, of enough, if enough of us do just one small thing, then we the people have done one big thing. So, um, you know, be safe out there. Watch, um, you know, watch the roads if you're traveling. Uh, a lot of people abuse the holiday. And, um, 
you know, a lot of drunk drivers on the roads. So obviously, you'll want to watch for, for that. But um, stay safe. Stay free. And um, for the Republic. Okay. So we're back. And, um, you know, the, again, that segment was recorded under the Obama regime. Um, and I, I use the, the word regime. Uh, he, uh, he, it was a nightmare. It was, it was absolutely a dystopic nightmare for me. Uh, I, I don't. Why? Well, it's, one was we saw the, um, the attack on Christianity with, with him. Um, and not just Christianity in general, but but some of the other, you know, the things like uh, the Second Amendment came under attack. Every time something happened, that was a, a there was a call to, um, you know, take ban all the firearms, Mister and Mrs. America, turn them all in. So that didn't happen, though. Well, it didn't, but we were just um, a few votes away from it. You know, I mean, it's it's. I would hope they would never be that stupid. I hope as mentally ill as I believe some of these people are, um, I would hope that that they would never get to the point where they thought they could do something like that to the American public. You don't think it was just a scare tactic? What was Making people think they were going to come for our guns. Well, I, I mean, did you think they? Did you think that? Did you get that feeling, or just that? Yeah, I think it was just they were trying to get us scared. The, the whole how many in the past? I don't know how many years. Everything in the media was to get us scared. Well, what did you feel about them buying up all the bullets? Do you remember any chatter about that? Um, when I remember. I remember it being in the media and stuff. I didn't see any. You know, evidence myself. Hollow point rounds I for didn't training. See anything. All that. I didn't. It wasn't. It didn't. It wasn't right here in my face, so it didn't really concern me. Right. I gotcha. But as far as the attack on Christianity, I think you are misunderstanding the situation. I think you are doing that defensive thing that you do. You take things personally. You. Take it to the extreme. I don't think it was an attack on Christianity. I think it was a push to allow other religions freedom. And I find it a common thing that Christians get scared and intimidated when other religions speak about having freedom as well as Christians. And I don't think Christians being asked to make room for other people to practice their religions is an attack on Christianity. I think it's just freedom of religion, which is what everyone preaches, but half or more don't really want it to be. Well, it's it's things like um, what's going on in Mercer County, where one atheist comes in and takes away a, a whole ele- elective class, not paid for with tax dollars, sues the county, and the county removes that, and that was provided to over 2,400 kids, I believe. Every year had been in place for decades. Um, you know when when you can't, um, you know, and and I know you're going to roll your eyes and you say, "Oh well, you know, show me where." I'll provide links under the media player about you know where you know the all the all the things with with you know children being harassed by teachers when they brought a bible to school for to read in class during open reading i mean there there's no call for that and it happened if a, if a it's, muslim, it's there if a muslim had brought in their one of their religious books to read during reading time you would you among most Christians would throw a fit. I wouldn't throw a fit. I don't care what they do. So seek you're okay with your, your child sitting there having the Koran read to them? Hey, a, a Muslim brought a suitcase with a clock with wires all in it, and and they we were forced to be okay with that. 
are you talking about? When the kid took the took the 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 school project, quote unquote, in that was that was made to look like a bomb. His dad was a provocateur. I mean, it's I, I'll have to provide a link and you can look at it later if you don't. I remember that story, it. but nowhere did I read that it, it was made to look like a bomb. Of course, it was. Of course, it was. I think you want it once again. I think you want it. To be made to look no, like a bomb they so that wanted you can it flip the story. No, the way that I okay. read that story was he was he was they were being prejudiced against him because he was Muslim, and therefore his clock mysteriously just looked like a bomb to 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 uh, a teacher. Well, and it just got reported uh, or whatever. But you, that's <laughs> you okay. always do that. You always take a story and you you follow the scare tactic path you automatically make it a big bad scary wolf if there's a scare tactic path there why wouldn't i go down that why would you want to why would you want to be a puppet well i'm not being a puppet i'm not I'm, i'm exploring that avenue why would it be there in the first place why is it put out there why is that why is that sob there but i mean in in going back i mean it's just the fact that liberty at that point in 2014, you said you you personally felt that um, you know that the government was you know coming to put you in a FEMA camp, basically. No, I, mean, I didn't say I felt that they were doing that. I just feel like everything that we saw in the media was the whole purpose of it was to scare us. Okay, so to that, keep us. You're saying those were scare tactics. What the, the whole buying up of the the ammo and trying to come to well, you said no everything that you saw in the media not at that every point. single thing but it was a majority don't don't you think don't you have that feeling like the majority of the media especially there at the end was yeah. just like the you know, you're saying the mainstream media and, yeah mainstream yeah. media riots and you know well but, but that's the killings thing. and shootings and you know just non-stop it was non-stop well in in that segment uh back in 2014 i said that um uh, maybe a hard reset might you know that might be what it takes and um, you know we had uh, you know again and, and I mentioned the FEMA camps and stuff I mean you saw you saw all those things in place and you really you, you just personally said it and you and I didn't talk about the notes I have here on my you know on my pad mm-hmm. so so you said it yourself. You felt like they were they were coming for you. I did not say that. You're putting words on my mouth. Uh, I do not feel, nor have <laughs> I felt, the entire time that they were, were coming scared. for me. I didn't feel like the government was coming for me. Well, I feel like it was just a you tactic. Feel, okay, you feel they the, were trying to keep the public scared by one way or another. I, not that they were actually going to come get us, but like if we're scared, so, we're not thinking of the the important things. So you're so saying it's to keep our minds you're, busy. You're you're notating that the narrative was out there, but you didn't personally, in your mind, you weren't all like, oh, the government's coming to take my guns. No, that's you. That's okay. where you would go with it. Okay. Well, that, I mean, well, that's, I would be, I would be, I would be quoting what I saw at that point, especially because I didn't realize how controlled Fox News was. All the news stations well, are controlled. But at the time, you felt like Fox News was that that beacon of light out there. No, you thought Fox News was that beacon of light because that girl on there that looks like um, Steve Tyler. What? Kimmy's got a gun. Kim Guilfoyle? Yes. Leave her alone. You were just so obsessed with her, oh. and I think she looks like Steven Tyler, but whatever. <laughs> I digress. So that's whatever. why you watch, that's why you watch that show all the time. You Stop love Fox it. News. However, Stop I it. saw a long time ago that they were just as controlled as all the you're, other you're, You are a planted disinformation agent. That's what you are. Why would you say that? Because that's what you are. They, Give they, us some examples. I, well, I met you over Facebook. Uh-huh. Facebook is controlled. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm a scare tactic. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> you are. You are a scare tactic. Yes. <laughs> but no. I mean, in all seriousness, you know, I, I said, you know, maybe a hard reset was what it took, and we, it, we, that that specter at the, at that point, it wasn't it wasn't so much civil war. You were you were the narrative was that there was all this going out. You know. 
know, just society was on the, the brink of collapse type thing that, that they would show you the cities burning, the, you know, the, the, the stores being shattered, broken into, um, you know, the, the reports of the, you know, the IRS going against the conservative, uh, you know, groups, um, you know, with their applications, um, the way they went after reporters. See, you um, and I think very differently. Well, I just, I mean, then that's what was in the news at that time. That's what you drew from the news. No, that's what, what I, I saw in the news. What I drew from it was a completely different narrative. I know. Kim, at that time, was Kim with Kanye at that point? Or was <laughs> Shut it? up. I, I don't know. <laughs> but... <laughs> Anyway, you know, unfortunately, though, it, um, it, we didn't need a hard reset. We, three years ago, if you would have said Donald Trump is going to be the president of the United States, I would have been like, what? I mean, what would you have said if I would have told you three years ago, if we would have been sitting here at this table, and I've been like, look, I'll bet you $50 that in 2017... DJT will be the 45th president of the United States of America. Well, I'm more analytical and factual than you are, so I would have to to have asked you, why do you think that? But if you would have come to me three years ago and said, hey, I heard Donald Trump's going to run for president, I would have been like, well, that makes sense. Well, I mean, yeah. Because he's been talking about it since the 80s. He's very presidential, and yeah, he has. He's been in and out of of that for for quite a while but i mean it it was just time and he's he's delivering on on what he on what he promised but but the people spoke and instead of the bullet we had the ballot and you know by the grace of god we you know we don't have the specter of um you know some type of Dystopian Big Brother scenario, you know, staring down our throats. Now, there's the deep state, and uh, what I'm going to coin uh, here, I've never heard the the term, but I'm going to call, instead of the fake media, I'm going to call them from now on the deep state media. Those in the media that want to push the narrative... um, of uh, things like Russian collusion, and back in fourteen, um, you, you heard me, you know, mention the, the Russians um, in that segment. But um, now, you know, it, 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 back then it was, um, you know, that you know the, the we had the fear of the Russians, and you know, it was. Uh, uh, now it's it's the deep state pushing the Russian narrative. Oh, the Russians, the Russians. I mean, it's just sort of like a broken record, don't you think? I mean, well, there's that clip of that. Um, the, I don't know if it was a news anchor or a, someone in the news. I can't remember who it was exactly, but they got him on recording stating that it was all BS. That he literally said, "We don't have yes. any hard proof of this. It's just right now. It's just oh, basically yeah. BS." They ca- they're calling it a, a nothing burger. Um, you know that that it's. It, I mean, it, it it is. And I, in my last episode, um, you know, I talked about how CNN, even back during the first Gulf War, you know, had the whole fake news thing going on, where they literally were on a green screen, you know, putting on gas masks, a palm tree mm-hmm. in the background. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was crazy, crazy level. You know, just. I, I I don't know, but yeah, that that really happened. So um, you know we, but now we see the the deep state media basically um, trying to overthrow a democratically elected president. And and I'm going to say something, and I'm I'm actually going to try to have him on, actually on the show at some point because uh, we have a good friend. I'm not going to throw any names out there. But he put on Facebook the other day, report Donald Trump. Let's try to get him 
uh, you know who I'm talking yeah. about. You saw it. Mm-hmm. You saw it. Yep. And I should have taken a picture of that. And I might go back and take a picture of it because I, I, I'm going to invite him on the show because that's, I mean, is that dirty? Is what dirty? Well, I mean, reporting. Reporting for what? What's he saying that that is so bad that he should be thrown off Twitter? Have you not seen his tweets? Okay. Have I not seen some of the guy who wants him reported? He's not. Here's uh, there's a difference. There's a difference between just a regular person like us posting whatever we want on our personal pages. He is a regular person. He's like a very. Us. He is. That's my point. He can post whatever he wants, and it's fine. But a president should have a little bit more. Couth. I'm referring to the president. You are not. I am. The president, the president is a regular person, just like po- us. My point is, up until Trump, presidents were groomed. And they were groomed to behave in a certain way. They were expected to, you know, handle themselves in a certain way to have sort of a, a, a and that's to be more. I don't really. I don't really have any other way to say this, but to be more gentlemanly. Well, you know what I mean. To, to more stately. To, to have more manners. To be more stately. To be more considerate. Okay. And and just be more uh, professional. To be a statesman. To I be mean, more I, professional. Yeah, they were I, groomed from the beginning. You know, before they even got into the office, they're groomed to be very, very, very professional. Here's the thing: Trump was not groomed. He, he, was, he he's a brawler. He has he never been groomed f- for this position. He was just a businessman who just suddenly, finally decided he was really going to go for he it. Is, so he he's not. Been, he's he, been a, a businessman. He's you don't have, I'm, I don't. You don't need to give me his resume. The man has been stone is, cold stunned. Oh Lord, by he a stone cold stunner, Steve Austin, and the man not only shook that off, but became it was is still in good enough health to be president of the United States. And now the now the deep state media is all sideways oh because he's got the tweet out there of of the smackdown. My point, and I love it. I no, do. my point is he spends so much time on Twitter, back talking and backbiting and and saying things you know responding. That need to be said. No, responding to negative things that other people say about him when other presidents would just ignore it and you know go on about their business like stay focused on doing their job. Okay, Trump is he kind of is acting like a little teenage girl every time he hears that somebody says something about him he gets on Twitter and he and he runs his mouth and that's not the kind of president that we're used to. We're used to very business-like, very professional, you know, very focused on the job when they're not golfing But if or he whatever. doesn't say something back, all the American people hear is the deep state media. Now, he needs, he doesn't need, he doesn't need to respond in a high school way that he does getting on social media and saying so-and-so this and so-and-so that he's acting like a little teenage girl that's not that's not an attractive quality in a president well and that's what for some people it may not be palatable i I agree and that's kind of what this person that you brought up is kind of that's what he's talking about this unprofessional these unprofessional responses on twitter he's wanting him to be banned what is and again you haven't read the notes but what is the first thing underneath you know of course the theme this is this is independence day weekend um tomorrow's independence day but what's the first thing i have underneath there about independence think independently don't be afraid to buck buck i'm sorry i can't read your writing it's okay buck the narrative okay and that's what he's done and it's it's working very well obviously it's not well, I mean, he's he's literally destroying the deep state media. I mean, he's it's just like we're we're watching House of Cards right now. Yeah. And we're at season one, like episode what three, four? No, we're like six. Okay, six or seven. Okay, yeah. Um, but if you notice, he's still using a BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. That's uh, that was the dawn of this whole social media revolution. When you can stand like like she did in your boss's office and tweet, "OMG, you know he just called me the c word," to you know two hundred thousand followers. That's that's a type of power that that we've never had. And um, 
you know, I, I kind of it's it, it's good, but if it's controlled, if it's you know, if if there's an if a narrative is ground out and it's taken control of at at the you know at the the base Microsoft Google you know level and controlled there, then it, it can that opens up a whole Pandora's box for all kinds of bad things down the road. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's dystopic. It, it, you know, it, it, society could be so great with technology, but at the same time, if, if we're not careful, careful with it, you know, it can, it could utterly, you know, cause chaos. So, I don't know. But yeah, uh, think independent. You know, independently. Don't be afraid to to buck the narrative. I, I think that's a good idea. Don't. It, we were talking about mainstream news, right? And you know, with, with mainstream news, back in the day, then you know, you t- you took it for gospel, and we were conditioned. To take it for gospel, so then we start to see things, you know, break down. And then, uh, I mean, you know, just like with Fox News, you see all the people who were planted who appeared conservative, who have been, you know, just utterly destroyed and and you know taken to just like Megyn Kelly, for example. Um, you know, she, I don't know. It's just her, the last the whole fiasco with Alex Jones, you know, her, her, you know, Father's Day, Sandy Hook, you know, the fiasco. I mean, it's, it's just, I don't know. They're all out to destroy the people. The mainstream media is out to destroy people who are pro-Trump and especially Trump. And it makes it makes you wonder why you know why are you still going on about a Russian narrative when it's come out that there is no Russian narrative? Why are we spending millions of dollars in Congress to explore a Russian narrative when there is no Russian collusion? Because the minute <laughs> the average person came into power to be able to speak to the masses like you mentioned earlier and had this power to to say whatever they wanted to thousands of people the average person can say whatever they want and half will believe it and half half don't but but the media saw pretty quickly that the negative things the fearful things the the you know the drama was what got the most attention so of course the media was going to jump on that bandwagon and throw more drama in the mix than anything. Well, they, and since when something is put out to the masses like that, half believe it and half don't. As long as half do, you keep feeding it because that half is going to keep feeding you back. Well, they've always, you know, they, there's always been the saying, "If it bleeds, it leads." So, so they'll push this Russian thing. I mean, as long as people are well, paying attention well, it's, to it, it's, and as long as people are believing it, they're going to keep feeding. Well, that that's going to. I mean, I just I don't know. I just don't understand how they can, you know, do the things that they're doing and still have sponsors. And and if you look at it, who have been their main sponsors when you when you watch these news? It's all drug companies, right? That doesn't it's, see that. That's another. Yeah, that's a whole avenue. That's, that's a, a, you're right. That's a thing, but that's, yeah, but we, that's just that shows another another point on how we see things differently. You your mind goes that way, but mine goes. How does someone who a little boy, a little girl, growing up thinking they want to be a journalist one day, they want to they want to you know talk about news for a living, they want to get the the news out there to the public. How do you grow up wanting to be that your whole life, and then you get in the job, and then suddenly giving people the news and the truth isn't important anymore like, like what what shifts that in it and you know what what happens to you it can't be the money i don't think they make enough money to make them lose their soul like that because i don't see growing up having this passion for this career and then suddenly getting in it and it no longer 
being important to put the truth out there that it's more important to just feed lies i just don't see how that happens to it i'll see what i don't know what what changes in a person for that to to be okay well i just i don't know i i I think it's i think it's maybe where they're introduced to it in, in the education system you think they, it's taught in college classes, journalism classes, that, hey, when you get out there, you're going to have to lie? You think that's like they're not taught integrity no, or I, I think, honesty? No, I th- that's not what I'm saying. I, I think that the the um, the policy, the, their view of policy, you know, the, the, it, they're more, most colleges are have a liberal mindset and you've got your safe zones and you've got all your, all your crazy you know no because the people that are in the media now they didn't go through the safe zone and all that stuff you're talking about that the that's going on well, yeah, right they, now well, they went to college 10 15 years ago before all this stuff happened so they should have had a solid education with you know solid goals and solid characteristics and and you know taught integrity taught that your job is to give you know give the truth just the, the give facts. the truth to the, to yeah. the masses yeah to, just to report the facts yeah. and in an unbiased so, so i want to know what happened to these people that flipped that need in them to to do that you know what i mean i don't know i would i, I wish i wish i would have gone down a, a, a you know i wish i would have cared more about journalism and pursued it further because but it's not anyway. too late yeah it is for me it is but um i don't know it's it, but but that's the thing yeah and and you were just you, you talked about how i saw the whole pharmaceutical companies but that's also part of thinking independently because again we so i'm not thinking independently because i'm i'm more no i'm, I'm not, more central i'm, I'm more not attacking personal you. i'm not, I'm attacking not saying you. you're attacking me i'm just saying that just because someone thinks differently than you doesn't mean it's not independent. No, what I'm saying is that you watch all these commercials where people are smiling and walking around with balloons and cartoon characters. And, you know, because they're on this new medication that that, that makes them side effects feel, works worse than the yeah, illness. Yeah, yeah. But but by golly, they feel good. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're in a they're in a happy mood now. You know, all these mood altering drugs and and you know all these different things. And and your issue is that these companies are paying the media. Well, but they're also controlling the narrative. There's there's only how do you know that it's the drug companies? Well, not just the drug companies. I mean, they're they're just one set. But but uh, th- these companies are controlled like. They're they're root companies of of bigger companies. So you've got you know a few people controlling the narrative for you know for the whole shebang. It's and that's how it gets out there. But but these companies. Well, do you think that the drug companies are are doing this to keep the masses depressed and scared so they'll run out and buy these pills, or do you are you saying that these these drug companies are are in control of it for a bigger purpose. I don't like, know. I, th- I think. Well, I think what they're trying to do is push a product. But but the, you see a, a drug commercial. If if we had cable, you could set and you. If you remember when you watch the news, you could count on your hand. You know, you you would you couldn't count on your hands the times you would see a drug commercial. You know, within a, an hour period. That's any. Program. Well, but you can't the, well, watch TV without seeing drugs. Well, but the, what I'm saying though is, is once, once it gets into your your mind that hey, maybe maybe I need that, then you go do that, and then that starts. You know that that's just one other factor. I think in a very it. weak mind would think that. Well, I mean, obviously they pay a lot of money to reach weak minds. Then I, I don't know, but maybe that's part of the problem as well today. You know, I, I don't maybe. know. But um, you know, yeah, it, it's uh, again uh, for me. Twenty fourteen was a um, a time of uneasiness. I, I kind of you know felt like that there was going to be. A well, a lot of a lot of what we saw in late fourteen, early fifteen, all through the summer of fifteen, 
you know, and then, you know, it, it sort of died down, and then, you know, but with all the, you know, the cities that were on fire, the, the riots every night, you know, into the election cycle, and I'm not going to beat a, a flog a dead horse, but, you know, we, we even had people come up to our porch and on our car. So it mm-hmm. that that for me was the point where it it actually hit home because it literally hit home. <laughs> well, literally it did. They were literally at, at the doorstep our on our doorstep. So you know, um, but but then we, uh, you know, I touched upon the IRS and the conservative groups um, how they. How they weren't granted, you know, the 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 statuses to to do the things they wanted to, and and how heavily those kind of things can affect elections and and everything like that. But but I just it it just it blows my mind the the amount of insane politically correct fascism took over and then the 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 antifas and that's that's what i wanted to get your opinion on is the the, the midwest chapter here um well, I don't guess they're here, here, but from what I can find on their page, they're like in, in Pennsylvania, maybe in that area. But I guess they're the ones that probably showed up in Charleston at the Trump rally and uh, were, were doing those things. Did know. they have the red things over their faces? No, at that point, they didn't. They were, they were, they looked like Bernie supporters. Some of them were wearing Bernie shirts. Um, but I think I even back then I mentioned that you know how you know something didn't feel right about that and it felt sort of uh, of weird I don't know you know if, if uh, I think I kind of remember something about that conversation with you but anyway um, I, I don't know it, it's just um, you know we, we're seeing the mainstream media uh, basically destroy itself um, you know that we this um, the new quote unquote alternative media. You've got people going out and um, you know places like Project Veritas and and you know these uh, that going into the uh, the abortion meeting with with head abortion officials. Um, you know the the Planned Parenthood the. Um, you know, talking all about the um, you know the baby parts, selling things like that. Um, you know, you've got them going in with cameras and and catching um, like the CNN producers doing the things that you know talking about talking all the smack they're talking about with the Russian collusion. Now, I mean, it's an effective way to 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 bring sunlight in. I think because the camera doesn't lie. I mean, it, it can in today's digital world, but. You know, you can when you have something like a, it's hard to fake a, you know, a, you know, a something you catch with your cell phone just on the spur of the moment. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. I don't trust anything. I wouldn't trust anything you see in the news. Yeah. Whether it was with a cell phone or a, or a news camera or anything can be edited. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I guess with it, though, um, one thing else I said back in 14, and, and three years later, it's it's actually hit us really hard. Um, back then, I still had health insurance, and, and it was pretty pretty good health insurance. But, um, you know, our, our marital status changed. Uh, a lot of different things cha- has changed since then. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. We... Uh, uh, I mean, healthcare was just uh, the level that I was comfortable with us getting was just it, it was unaffordable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was bad. It was terrible. I, I it it finally got to the point where what was it? A, a third of our income? Every, I, don't I don't know. It was it was way too much. Yeah. 
I mean, it's I mean che- it was cheaper just to go ahead and pay the fine. Yeah, way cheaper, way cheaper. But um, anyway, it's it's just that yeah. But as bad as Obamacare was, and they're still working, they're talking now on replace and then repeal, and and so who knows? But you know, at the end of the day. The only thing worse than Obamacare, you know, that than that policy is the I don't care if you have that policy. Because if you don't care, then you're a slave. Um, so you uh, buck the narrative. Don't don't listen to you know. Don't believe everything you hear. Um, and ask yourself, you know, why you're, you know, why you're being exposed to this twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, over and over again. The, um, you know, the the intros with the Fox News alerts, and you know, just just to to grab your attention so that you can be one more time spoon-fed the, um, you know, the the garbage they want to shove down your throat. So, um, uh, I mentioned in, in that in 2014 that, uh, you know, you live under the amount of tyranny that, uh, you accept. And we voted, we, the American people voted, and we have a president that has said America first, not globalism. So maybe we're on the right path, um, but uh, I don't know. Uh, do you do you feel we're on the right path? No, but like I continue to tell people, you never really know the good or the bad of what a president has done until he's out of office and you look back on it, or until <laughs> it all of his plans or hopefully someday her plans finally unfold because a lot of stuff that he's putting in action we won't even see it actually happen until after he's out of office so we're not really going to know if he was a good or a bad president until he's no longer president well now to be fair he's here's a few things though that i mean he's just he's not what it's uh what's going on seven seven months now going on seven months and how you know a lot of things presidents do they don't do until you know the the middle of the first term you know they they don't they you can't get the ball rolling that's my point the, um, he's he's put he's rolling the balls now but you're not going to see the the effects of that until after, of, of a lot of it until after he's gone but he's he's already started things like he started the you know and a lot of people say oh coal will never come back and this and that and yeah i mean it's it might be the technology that changes but coal will still be there we'll still be selling it um you know it's um i i just i i think he has really tried to do some things I, well, I think I'm not saying he's not trying. I just think like he really IRS. is trying to make changes. He wanted to. He he says he wanted to make America great again, and I think he really is trying to reshape it to be like it was when we were little. But we're not going to see the big picture until he's no longer in the picture. Remember but, when Reagan was president? People complained. I mean, I was young, but I can still remember people complaining, 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 complaining. And he's been gone forever now but greatest president lots of other than lots of Donald people Trump think ever lots of people think he was the greatest was president awesome. ever but, but he see when awesome. he was in actually in the office people hated him do you well, remember some people did yeah that's yeah. my point when they're in there you don't see you can't see the big picture yet you, you just see these little tiny steps that they're taking and, and people throw all these big fits over each little step and it's not until they're gone and you can look back and see you know the whole picture that you can see if they were good or not well you said you said you i mean what are you not i mean well like with the whole tweeting thing isn't it refreshing to not have to wait for a press briefing from somebody in a suit and tie to sit there and and we're still getting that but you know if he has something on his mind and again that's that goes back to the technology 
that he's an average person, but he's got that power. And believe it or not, Twitter helped get that man elected. No, I'm not saying he presidents shouldn't use like Twitter or whatever. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be allowed on social media. I'm just saying that They're just I not would care to defend themselves. I think that if I was president, I would care more about tweeting about, you know, what I'm doing to make changes for the country. Uh, I think that's more important than what he thinks of Kathy Griffin and her, you know, picture of her holding his head or what so-and-so said or, you know, who called him this on whatever or who said he was, you know, I mean, I don't care about that stuff. I don't care if so-and-so said he was a bigot or if so-and-so said he was, you know, whatever they're saying about him, all the horrible things they say about him. I don't care what he thinks about what those those people are saying about him because, of course, somebody called you those names, you're not going to like it and you're going to have to about it but who gives a shit i want to know what he is doing about all the things he's promised that is what he should be tweeting about well i mean but here's the thing who's he tweeting to and he's tweeting to a generation of people everybody is constantly looking down at their phones and they were raised on the Kardashians and the Osbournes and the, you know, all these people and the, you know, the real world. And that's, that is the, to them, that's reality. And this man has a way of reaching these people. It's making him look less educated. It's making him look less intelligent. It's making him look like he has no self-control. It's making him look bad. Okay, but when he meets with other leaders of the world, and, I I mean, he doesn't come away as looking, you know, ignorant. He doesn't come away as looking weak. It depends on who you ask. It depends on who you ask. Well, who have you but heard? But besides, oh, besides all this, that's not. This isn't even what he tweets isn't even important. What's well, important about Buckingham his narrative. term or terms is: is he going to deliver on making America great again? He has. And been. the first, well, first you have to define what made America great, and depending on who <laughs> you ask, that is also very different things. I, as a matter of fact, you know what? I, it's been so great since he's been elected since the very second the last vote was tallied and they they, he you know he was the clear winner it's been so great i'm i'm mr president i am tired of I'm, i'm i'm a little tired of winning and i just i want to suggest that maybe we all have a national day where we don't win and we call that winning day just because we're winning so much i'm tired of it so i want to take a break and just take a holiday from winning so winning day you all we need to think about that that i mean we we need a national day so it's been that great no it has been that great because you married me well, that, that's true. That's true. That was the icing. Trump had nothing to do with any of this. Well, I, I might have, I might have not made a different decision had I not been so confident that he was going to win. So you're telling me that had he lost, we would not have gotten married. Well, I mean, I, I don't know what kind of future I would have had in a, a, a world where Hillary Clinton was president. I mean, they may have, they may have like passed some kind of law where men were to be, you know. Is walked there a around with dog collars or something. How about that day? <laughs> you're 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 mean. <laughs> you're mean. So, but anyway, um, yeah, I just uh, you know, I, I, I guess the last point, and it was something I, I said back then. You know, just for liberty, for for the cause of um, of freedom, wherever you're at on the spectrum. Maybe just as as Americans somehow, some way, try to do something, um, even if it's small, try to do it for liberty today. Um, when you hear this, right after you, uh, you know, are done, just um, go do something for liberty, something small. Be the change you want to see in the world. Yes. Um, you know, individually... Um, you know, if if we do that, something small, then uh, together we will have one. You know, big 
one big movement, one big, um, you know, action towards liberty. A thousand small things will, you know, add up. So, um, happy Independence Day, and um, thanks for listening. And uh, thank you for coming on and uh, gracing me with your your presence. I'm glad you got to see me. I am. You're awesome. (laughs) You're awesome. We need to do this more often. (laughs) It's a date. All right. Thanks for listening. Happy Independence Day. For God, for country, for truth, for justice, for the republic, neocrusader.com.